It was just two weeks ago that we celebrated Christmas. And as some of you might remember, we reflected that day on the birth of Jesus as really a a revelation and a celebration of the vulnerability of God. That God has become a baby. And by doing so, he has made himself completely vulnerable to us. And now today, as we celebrate the baptism of the Lord and the close of this Christmas season, what is being revealed to us and what we are celebrating is the next step of that vulnerability, which is self-emptying. There is no logical, moral, or spiritual reason why Jesus needs to be baptized. Baptism is for sinners. For you and I. And yet the church reminds us today that Jesus is baptized to identify with sinners. And that this very gesture of his baptism is a manifestation of his own self-emptying. In other words, Jesus continues to make himself vulnerable to us. And it is through his baptism where we are given the opportunity to reflect on our response to that vulnerability. For how do we respond to this incredible vulnerability of God? What can we practically do in our life? The answer is surprisingly simple. By living out our baptism. which is nothing else but a call to a life of self-emptying. St. Paul tells us in his letter to the Romans, he says, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? So that we might walk in the newness of life. What is this death that St. Paul talks about? For when we think of baptism, we usually don't think of death. And yet, who is it that dies in baptism? 
Well, hopefully, it is you and me. And obviously, we're not talking here about a physical death. But the death of self. The self in each one of us that wants to live its own life. The self in each one of us that wants to be independent and follow its own ways. This is the self, this is the one who is called to die in baptism. Which is why baptism is a path of self-emptying. It is how we make ourselves vulnerable to God. How difficult this is for us. You know, I've had people tell me my whole life, both before I was a religious and a priest and then after. But I've had people tell me my whole life, you need to do what you want to do. You need to follow your own plans, your own dreams. I had a college professor once tell me who was really like my mentor. And when I told him that I was entering religious life and I would not be pursuing a career as a writer, he looked right at me and said, you're wasting your life. And thankfully, I never listened to him or any of these other people who told me just to do what I want. Because I saw people everywhere who were doing what they wanted to do. And they were, for the most part, miserable. The advice to live one's own life, one's own way, which is the exact opposite of baptism, is a recipe for misery. So many people today are just simply miserable. And most of them are so occupied with creating themselves, finding themselves, or inventing themselves. What a complete waste of time. Living our own lives our own way doesn't make us vulnerable to God. On the contrary, it makes us guarded. It makes us closed in and at a distance. Hence, we become miserable. Now, if we gathered here in this church a hundred of the most 
brightest, the most intelligent people on earth. And they interviewed each one of us. And we told them our personality. We told them our, our history, our gifts, our fears, our temperaments, our age, our dreams. And if they all sat down and brainstormed together to try to create the best possible life for us, it wouldn't even come close, both in depth and beauty, to the life that we already have through baptism. The church teaches us that through baptism, we have experienced the forgiveness of sins, both original and personal sin. That we have been incorporated into the body of Christ, the church, where we are fed and nourished by the Word of God and the Eucharist. And finally, through baptism, we have become sons and daughters of God. These are all facts about our life. Regardless of what other people might say, regardless of how we might feel, or what others might think, this is the truth about us and about our life. And it's all because of God's vulnerability, born to us in Bethlehem, and continuing to empty himself for us at his baptism. There is no life imaginable better than the one we have been given by God in baptism. Let us pray for the grace today as we celebrate the baptism of the Lord to choose once again this baptismal journey of self-emptying so that we can make ourselves more vulnerable to God and live more fully this beautiful gift God has given us.